If you like weird history, true crime, haunted and paranormal, then pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Ghost Town wherever you listen to podcasts. We also have a video component to our favorite Ghost Town episodes at youtube.com slash Jason Horton. Episodes like The Los Feliz Murder House, The Toxic Lady, The Black Dahlia, Janis Joplin's Hotel Room, The Haunted Roosevelt Hotel, and more. Just go to youtube.com slash Jason Horton. That's youtube.com slash J-A-S-O-N-H-O-R-T-O-N. And while you're there, please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Thank you. Do you have a business, website, project that you want mentioned on this podcast? Well, that can happen. If you go to patreon.com slash Jason Horton, that's P-A-T. R-E-O-N dot com slash Jason Horton. You could be part of this podcast and support it more than you're already supporting it by listening to it. And you can have dozens, hundreds, thousands, dozens, tens, hundreds, thousands, probably dozens of people listening, checking out your stuff. And then you could be rich and famous. I don't know. I can't promise that. But go to patreon.com slash Jason Horton to find out more. It's the Friends Without Benefits podcast. My name is Jason Horton, and I'm here with Christiane Castellanos. <laughs> I, while I was doing some name practicing, Castellanos, Castellanos, you say it. Castellanos. All right, I'm, I'm saying it the, I'm going to say it the white way. <laughs> uh, I, I know we know each other from even before the YouTube's from kind of improv, the improv scene. Yes, you used to be used to be my improv coach. Yeah, sorry about that. Before I made no 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 hold on I made you. Yes, I made. You. Yes. You owe me everything. You know, but you're different because you <laughs> made me and you still talk to me. Oh, okay. Because that's not like some of the other people who made me. Oh, so you, you have people that are um, bitter towards you? I don't know. Yeah. I just like, I remember I had this one improv coach from UCB. I'm assuming he's a nice person, but uh, he coached my group for like six months or maybe even close to a year. I can't remember. And I sat next to him at an audition, and it was like we were complete strangers. And I cried a little on the inside because I was like, oh, God. But then later I'm like, oh, yeah, he was like kind of a big stoner. So, like, maybe he literally just forgot. <laughs> well, you know, you have that very forgettable. <laughs> yes, I do. For- forgettable face. It's my strength. Presence. Yeah, no, it is your strength. But, you know, you never bother anybody. It's Gar- You're it's never great. annoying. Uh, you never bother me. I'm bo- I annoy people, and I'm also forgettable. They oh. just get reminded <laughs> about how annoying I am. So I have to be more annoying to be more memorable. Yeah. That's yeah. your second lesson. Your first lesson got you this far. <laughs> your second lesson uh, will take you the rest of the way. Wow. The rest yeah. of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your confidence. I'm very, very – well, then we were in the same world of the YouTubes. Yes, the YouTubes, which, I mean, when we first met, people were like, they acted like you just took a shit on them. Yeah. Whenever you brought up YouTube, it was like, oh. Well, they were kind of right, what though. Is yeah, that? but they're kind of right. In hindsight, <laughs> it's like, you're kind of right. For the most part, kind of right. But you say that about anything. I say that about anything people like really are into and they love. It's That's like, true. I, I shit on things that I love all the time. It's That's the most true. fun. It's the most fun. I do CrossFit. Oh, I make fun of that more than anything else. Good for you. Yeah, but I never talk about it. Um, okay. And then YouTube, improv, it's, it's fun too. It deserves to be shit on a, a little, little bit. bit yeah. People are a little too up their ass about it. Am yeah. I allowed to curse on this? Because I curse a lot. Yeah, I just I just get charged $5,000 every time you do it. Because I make half a million dollars an episode. <laughs> 
or if you go to patreon.com slash Jason Horton, I think it is, uh, you could you could be um, you can help support this podcast. Just saying. Yeah, and support my cussing. Yes, uh, because yeah, I keep losing money. Um, but you know, you know, something that I, you know how YouTube has kind of changed when you do uh, a highly produced mm-hmm. um, content. Mm-hmm. Uh, people don't necessarily care. But if you do a thing where it's like, touch my butt challenge, which is probably something I've done, it does really well. And I feel like it's kind of changed in that sense that sketch comedy and what the Awkward Kids, mm-hmm. you're one third of the Awkward Kids. Mm-hmm. Um, which one are you? The Are you the shy one? Are you the rebel? Mm. Are you the bad boy? Mm. Well, the girls are like, oh, everyone says you're the hot one. And I kind of resent that because I'm like, I'm more than just the hot one. But then I'm kind of like, hey, congratulations, Christy. You're the hot one. I don't know. I got flip on you guys. <laughs> I don't know who I'm in the mood for. That's a good point because it's like I'm not everyone's cup of tea look-wise. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Fuck that. I think in reality, I'm the one with the medium-sized boobs. Yeah. I think that's who. That's the real me. Well, that's how I, you know, that's how I kind of. That's how I kind of just say, oh, hey, it's Christine. Exactly. Oh, hey, it's Dana. Oh, hey. It's who I am. Yeah. Like, I'm not even myself. I'm just the size of my boobs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, you, you know, for anyone who's not familiar with the Awkward Kids, mm-hmm. you did very, very intensive mm-hmm. uh, raps, right, mm-hmm. uh, with humor yeah. uh, based on characters. So mm-hmm. you had the music videos were highly produced. Yeah. Um, you had to record music. Mm-hmm. Um. It was just, you know, theoretically for YouTube, almost not worth it. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of an interesting thing because we got some pushback from even people we worked with and just different perspectives. Like we worked with Chester C., Mm -hmm. nice guy, Mm -hmm. but he just doesn't agree with the way that we do things, and he's extremely successful. It's like, okay, maybe he has a point, but at the same time, like, I don't really care about any of that stuff because I just want to have fun and enjoy what I do. And if I feel like I can't look at myself in the mirror afterward, which I know is really deep and very Lady Gaga, um, then I, you know, I'm not, I don't want to do it. Like I feel the same about like auditions too. I don't know if you experience this, but sometimes I get auditions where I'm just like, Oh my God, the script makes me want to barf. I just, I just would be better off if I didn't do something like that because I don't enjoy when I don't like have respect for the work. Not to say that some of these YouTubers don't do good work, but it's like they're, they're just trying to get a result, a lot of them, which is fine. And it, you know, honestly, it is. And sometimes you can you can marry the two. You know, sometimes you can yeah. find the things that you know it works, but make your own. Like I do videos, Facebook in real life, which mm-hmm. it's very broad. But I put my, I, you know, I know it'll be shareable. I know it's relatable, but I put my own humor in it. Where sometimes uh-huh. people are like, I don't get it. And that's like, well, that's where the general public, you know what I mean, and the people that might like something a little more. Like yeah, niche, uh, totally don't meet. agree. Yeah. I think I think that humor and comedy, it's like ice cream flavors, but mm. people treat it like everyone should like vanilla. If you don't like vanilla, well, you don't know what funny is. It's like that's not true, you know. It's like uh, there's that that one female comedian, Eliza Schleisinger. I never know how to say her name. She's Close not, enough. But yeah, she's great. I'm sure she's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. I'm not gonna be like an asshole and be like she's not funny. It's like, whatever, that's just what she likes. Same thing with, like, the teenagers who do, like, the the brooding, like, songs, you know. It's, like, all yeah. so romantic. It's, like, it's not my cup of tea because I'm not 12 years old or maybe because I'm not. Well, they know a lot about love, though. They They've know been so through much. it all. <laughs> maybe they should write a book on it. Oh, maybe they do. Maybe they do. It's oh, like, my God. here's a book about my life. Like, I was born in 2003, <laughs> and then, like, it was crazy from there. But you know what? Hey, listen, good for you. 
take that money and run. Yeah. Write to me. I know, right? It's like, who the hell are we to say, like, oh, like, you're stupid. You don't know anything. Because it's like some of these kids are making money. Like, yeah. there's like 13-year-olds I think they're all YouTube. making money beside us, on at least on YouTube. Yeah, totally. I think that's pretty much it. They're all making money but us. I know, right? I know. But I don't really, like, feel bad about that anymore uh-huh. because I'm like, I following what I like to do has made me money. And they're following what they like to do. And whatever. Yeah. Who cares? I mean, do you think, though, um, YouTube has in any way helped um, helped your, your the career that you have or the career that you've wanted, anything that you've learned or showcased? Like, you know, maybe somebody saw some Because, you know, when mm. you know, the stuff, you know, I know you Like being discovered? Uh, yeah, or at least used it as far as kind of like, oh, I like seeing this side of you is interesting. Or, or, or do you think it's it enhanced or is it just taken away? It's gotten me um, some auditions mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I think initially my manager was very confused about what the YouTube thing was. And I think she's kind of grown a little warmer to it because she sees like, oh, yeah, we can use this or whatever. But more than anything, it's helped me just as a performer. Like, oh, I feel more confident singing or I feel more confident being like goofier. Or also like right now we are developing a series with Defy Media. And so I've been like running all the casting sessions. And I've been what? Running all the casting sessions. So basically, yeah, you know, people come in and audition and I'm like, hey, like, why don't you try it this way? And so I'm getting to see, we're, as YouTubers, we get to see more of all the sides of productions that you don't normally see as like a traditional actor person. And so, I don't know, I just have more empathy for the jobs that people do. And it's like, you know, nobody's out to get us, you know, like the actors are not being like hounded by some immovable force necessarily. It's just the way things go sometimes. Like for the casting, for example, like we have. I wouldn't know. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't asked. You don't need a super, super hot, cool dad that all the girls love. Like he's a hot dad teach, slash teacher. Well, slash honestly, cop. I wish we could have cast you, but we are looking for non-union talent because that's the other thing that people don't talk about on YouTube is that there's this like union hush hush thing, right? So it's like. You know, people are not really jazzed about not doing non-union work because it just doesn't pay very well. And yet it's like non-union is usually for younger actors who are not uh, able to pay their dues or maybe they haven't gotten those opportunities. So that's the kind of performer that we're seeing, which is great for them. But it's like you you probably want to do things that pay better than non-union jobs do, right? Well, yeah. Oh, God. Me? I wasn't asking for me. It was just for this other guy I know. Oh, I'm sorry. That just likes to just likes friend to work. Friend of a friend. Yeah, it's a friend of a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's, can you talk about the, the series? Uh, yeah, I can talk about it a little bit. So basically, it's like a parody series, and it's on the vein of what we've been doing. It's a little bit more musical, less rap. And yeah, we're looking for people who look like some of the celebrities that are in the media today. Um, but then they also have to be able to sing. And they have like all these elements that they have to do. And I'm like, damn, it's hard. But the most interesting thing is that, like, we are operating on this level on our own that is actually kind of crazy, you know, where we're, like, so detail-oriented and we're, like, a little nuts. And a lot of times these production companies, YouTube production companies, it's like they just don't have the capacity for that. And everyone that we're working with is doing an incredible job. So it just it gives us a good perspective of what we – learn to do on our own versus what people actually are capable of doing in in even the broader uh, industry sense, right? Um, 
So I think it's actually been a, a great experience because it's like you have to make concessions when you're working with other people. And that's such a luxury that YouTubers have. It's like you don't have somebody telling you, hey, we can't do this bit or we can't. Well, that's, you know, a lot, why a lot of people got into YouTube. You know, mm -hmm. I got, you know, it's like I don't want to somebody to, you know, you know, allow me to act like a casting director to say, yes, you can or a director or a producer. You can make your own thing and you can do essentially what you want to do. And, you know. Initially, anyway, and that's, yeah. you know, of course, that changes even, you know, as things get a little more professional or there's for more at stake. For everyone, for everyone. Like, the more money you make, and I think in any field, the more hands are going to be in the pot, the more you're going to feel, like, a little bit constrained. But I think it's such a good lesson in just, like, becoming a better person because it's like, damn, like, let go, you know, just relax. It's like, it's going to be okay. And I don't know if you've seen that show, Love. Oh, I have, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I heard uh, Judd Apatow talking about it, just how collaborative is, it is. And uh, Paul Russ got um, held up at gunpoint in front of my apartment once before an improv thing. Oh, really? Yeah, way back. I mean, this is when I was, you know, uh, I mean, obviously a long time. Back in like, the day. Way back in the day. Yeah. Um, so, Dude, I mean, I that... kind of, I made his career then, I guess, too, right? Yeah, you totally made him. Yeah. He should One of the funniest you. people. I mean, I, I've ever seen. He's so great to yeah. watch live. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, that's what, you know, and I feel, you know, it's like, oh, whatever. I was like, yeah, but I have seen him live like mm. a zillion times. And I was just like really blown away uh, by it. And I thought the show was great, but I was like, it doesn't really, you know, you know. I mean, I've, I've seen, well, I don't want to say what I've seen him do on stage, um, you know, because he's a big star. Uh, yeah, no, the show's, the show's so, great. It's a little sidetrack. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I, I know it's not about you. Time. I'm sorry. I'm so, it wasn't about you. Um, hello. Or, or, or your pilot or your no, thing. No, no. No, you know, that's the thing. It's like, it's so humbling to hear some of these other people because. They're at the peak of their success. You know, they have nothing but good things ahead of them. And they are so humble talking about this stuff. It's like, they don't know. None of us know. Nobody knows what the right thing is. And for anyone to think that they do, I think, is very arrogant. And he was like, yeah, you know, we're collaborative and we try things and things fail. And, like, that's the way everybody, I think, should approach art. And I think that being in the improv world kind of helped me with that because all we do is, like, shitty work. <laughs> for the, yeah, for the most part, you know. <laughs> like, people think, like, improv is, like, this cool thing. It is, like, the most uncool thing I've ever done. Like, I don't want to shit on improvisers, but I'm sorry. It is, like, not fun going to an indie improv show. It's, like, pretty much most people suck yeah. because we're just And sometimes you're the one shit. who sucks, too. Every time. I mean, you know, all that's what gets you to be better yeah. is to just suck and suck and suck until you finally don't suck as much as you did before. And that's all we can hope for, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, that's the thing, I, you know, with improv. And most people, especially people that have been doing it for a while, uh -huh. don't really have this. But I feel like people, like, sometimes they just get started. And they, you know, they're, you know, maybe they get, they're told they're funny a couple times. And then they think they're, like, the coolest people on earth. Yeah. And I was like, what you're doing is not take that and put it anywhere else. Yeah. No one's going to care. Because chances are you're probably broke. And you're probably average looking. If you, you know, this is, especially when you're in Los Angeles, it's like, I'm so hot. It's like, go walk outside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone's hot. I mean, I I'm not, but everyone's hot. I mean, everyone's hot. Everyone's talented. Everyone's funny. You think there's, you, you think like there's a shortage of like funny white guys, funny women, funny anything. Like there's just, there's no, there's no shortage of it. And people who act like they're kind of like, well, it's me or nothing. And I'm like, no, it's pretty much you and a thousand other people that can do this. But you want it to be you. Yeah. Lower your expectations extremely, I oh, think. Oh, God. Go all, go all the way. Well, let, let's, let's get into that. So you, um, you do like kind of you do real traditional acting, yeah. And um, you I've seen you pop up in a, in a bunch of things. Mm -hmm. 
I saw you uh, on It's Always Sunny recently. Yes. Uh, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, that was such a great experience. What like, was it like? I mean, I'm just a, such an insane huge fan of the show. Yeah. Like most people, any, any, I mean, this is just literally for me. This is not even, if you're listening, you can even shut this part off because this is for me. Um, anything <laughs> exciting, like anything interesting about it? Or is it just Ugh. how they work or? The whole thing was great. Okay, so like the audition, um, when Wendy O'Brien is the casting director, mm-hmm. super simple. She's so nice. Uh, truth be told, I once clogged her bathroom and I felt horrible about it. Did she it. know it was you? Or... Sorry, Wendy. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh. Totally. Um, what, but... Did you take like a massive shit in there before? <laughs> no, the person before me did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the toilet paper got stuck and uh, it was like a horrible mess. You were mess. set up. I was just, it was a complete setup. Wow. So anyway, I'm like, she forgave me and she's just such a wonderful person for having forgiven that. Anyway, so yeah, the the audition was simple and then I just got the job off the tape because I think that's how they like to do things. And so I didn't know what to expect and I got there and they were so like, just fun, you know, like very collaborative again. It's like, what do you guys think? Oh, should we do this line? Yeah, Are they really hard on script? Like this, are they pretty like this? No, 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 no. They were just like, let's just try things. And um, they were just spouting off lines and coming up with ideas. And then at the same time, they kind of, I don't know if they were like staying in character. I'm assuming they were maybe because they were a lot like their characters at times, you know. And I probably do that too sometimes when I'm doing a bigger part. Um, So, yeah, that was like, oh, my goodness. Like, oh, she just said that and he just said that. And they're so like their characters. Ah, You feel like you're watching it on TV, but it is in front of you for real. Yeah, I mean, they're like a family. They're a family in real life, and, you know, their kids come, and uh, they've all been working on the show for such a long time. And so, yeah, there was a lot of sense of fun and play and loose. And, you know, sometimes some sets are very rigid, and everyone's, like, afraid of making a mistake. And those sets tend to be less fun because I think that, especially for comedy, you don't really get the chance to, like, just try shit. And I think when we try stuff, that's when we get the gold. And so I feel like often those things end up not being as successful. But that's what I learned from that experience. It's like, oh, they're just willing to, like, have something not work and, like, do it on the fly and do it quick. And maybe they have that luxury too. But I don't know. I just thought that was a really revelatory experience. And then, uh, uh, yeah, just seeing how they all, like, talk to each other just – I'm like, damn, that's what I want. Like, I want to, yeah. I want to work with my friends like that. Oh yeah, it's got it because it looks like like you want to be a part of it and you want to mm-hmm. work with you know what I mean. You want that thing and not just like, oh, I just want to work so I can get a paycheck and like whatever. It's like, no, I would just go there and just like be there mm-hmm. and love it. Yeah, and it's like nerve wracking when you're on a show that's like a huge deal like that. So they just made it all at ease. Like I wasn't like, oh my god, I'm gonna forget my line. And they're gonna fire me. No, not at all. Because we were just playing. Um, and that's, that's a luxury. You don't always feel like that. So what, I mean, I've, no, I've, like, I know you were in, what was that, that, was it Project X? Wait, you were in some movie where you, where a sorority girl? Yes, uh, 21 and over. 21 and over, that's it. Yes, um, yes, and I, I got spanked, and then I mm-hmm. spanked, uh, a mm-hmm. very naked Miles Teller. Uh-huh. And that was very interesting. <laughs> I did a fake Q and A with the cast of that of that movie where yeah. all the Twitter questions were were <laughs> about me, but from like a fake account. So I, I kind of remember this. So yeah, and he pulled down his like like he did a thing. I was like, I, I must have said something about his pants, and he went and like pulled down his pants, and then the people were like, you can't have that in the video. Like I don't know, it was like oh relativity. I don't know, it was something it was like relativity. Relativity, yeah. and I was like, oh come on. Yeah, I mean, who knows yeah. what was going on there? Yeah. But that doesn't surprise me. Miles is like. 
just like that. You yeah. know, he's spontaneous and he's really fun. That was a fun set just because, like, we were was all Was that one down. of your first kind of, not first, yeah. but, like, earlier? I'd done a few bit parts in some movies. Yeah. Um, and so that was a much bigger part in a movie. But I haven't worked on a movie in a long time. I mostly do TV nowadays. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a different vibe. It was yeah. like, we were all there for a week and yeah. like hanging out and like, oh, let's get drinks afterwards. It was different Yeah. And then a TV show. TV show, it's like, you go in, you do the work and then bye. Hope, I'll, hope I see you again, but probably not uh, type of thing. <laughs> Is that what you say? Uh, hope to see in you again. In my head. Yeah, yeah. In my head and sometimes in my uh, heart. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I, I mean, I'm sure you probably have more things more current than this, but, uh, the people versus OJ Simpson. Yeah. That's, that's pretty like literally right now or the end you know what I mean it's yeah just ended just this ended. week yeah yeah um damn that was such a cool experience um, like wh- when you I mean how, how was that for you for your career or what you've been doing like how exciting is that or um I mean mm. I, I think it should I mean I, I thought it was cool seeing I mean I only saw the first two episodes yeah. so I saw I know you're in a couple episodes right yeah I'm in two episodes I have a relatively small part but it's this is the thing that I've learned from doing things it's like doesn't matter what the prestige element is I really think it's more about how I feel and when I did that I was like damn this show's special like I just was like I feel so good about that work and I remember a couple people like naysaying it like oh it's a small part and I was like I just don't agree like I just think none of that matters it's just being and I wouldn't a part even, of that is I, cool even that isn't I wouldn't even consider that a small part. you know what I mean yeah. like as far, at least the one, that one episode I saw you in you were all up in that like yeah. uh, a lot yeah, no, I mean, you know, people I think sometimes are more about like prestige and the money and all this stuff. And I just don't believe in that, like I've said before. So I just, I felt a little insecure about it at the time, like, oh man. But then later I just, everybody loves the show so much for the same reasons that I loved it, which is like, we really were so particular about everything, you know, like every little moment was treated kind of like a Fabergé egg. And Sarah Paulson was so detail oriented and, it was really difficult, like, because I kept thinking, I'm like, this isn't a TV show. We're not, like, having fun. Like, this is, I mean, we had fun. Obviously, acting is fun. But th- this is about two people who died. Yeah. And they died this horrific death. And it's, and it's like, very, it, it's it's relatively current as far as something that's yeah, happening. I, these I people are yeah. still alive. Yeah. So I, I didn't feel right just, like, not trying to bring the best work forward. And it was hard. It was really hard. But, um. I mean, yeah, not even close to as hard as it was for Sarah or anybody else that had a big part. So it, it was just cool to to learn from that experience in, in that way of, like, right-sizing it. Like, oh, I'm just a small part of this bigger picture. But then also thinking, like, oh, this work is really cool and it's going to mean something to people. Yeah. So You get to be a part of – you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. as far as, like, oh, I, I have to do – like, get to be part of this thing. I think yeah. Just, I mean, I don't know. Uh, when – like when you, you, so you, you know, cool things happen, meetings, mm-hmm. things that, and all like this instinct, I think to be like, oh, I want to tell people about it, say mm-hmm. on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, what I notice is like most people that are really, most people that are really kind of like working and doing this stuff never talk about it until it happens, Yeah, which I think is the best thing. Well, also like there's a legality sure. about it. So if you're doing that, like you're probably going to get in trouble. Like yeah. I had a friend, she was in a huge movie and she tweeted a picture or, t- or Instagrammed a picture of herself in her costume and she got in big trouble. Oh yeah. 
yeah, like but I feel like I see people a lot, like oh, um, you know, in their trailer, or they wait till the, maybe the episode's aired already. Or I think it's a terrible idea, yeah. not just for the legality. It's like you could get cut out. Uh, they yeah, could, they could fire you. You could uh, not have worked out, and then they replace you with somebody else. Usually, doesn't happen on TV shows, but sometimes people do get cut out on yeah. TV shows. And also, for me, I just feel like kind of icky about it. Yeah. Like, hey, everyone, look at what I'm doing. Yeah, you know, like this, like. I don't want to say fame whore, but yeah, fame whore. Um, where, you know, when it comes out, I want people to appreciate the work and, and my friends, I want them to know that I'm in it. But I'm not trying to get status out of it necessarily because all that stuff is just BS. It's like in a few years, you'll forget about it and you'll go back to maybe feeling even a few bad weeks. about yourself. Maybe a few weeks, you know, I don't know. <laughs> maybe a few weeks, exactly. Hey, listen, let's be real. But that's why people, I think, do it sometimes is like to feel good about themselves and I just think like that's not the right place to like get your kids. Well, you know, I, I think, you know, we get excited, you know what I mean? But I've, I've, had, I've had things, you know, that, see, you know, the highest highs and then they totally fall through. Yeah. And it, that's happened enough where I'm just like, I just don't say, and I feel like, you know, like myself, I promote myself in general a lot on social media. So like, a personal Facebook thing, like I never really even say anything on it because it's like I don't want to bother anybody. First of all, I don't want to bother anybody, you know, mm. with, with with my thing. But I think you know when you're friends with a lot of actors and and people yeah. that are very successful and do cool stuff, you know, you just see this thing and it's just like, oh, you know, this thing is gonna be kind of happening, and it's like mm. uh, when it doesn't, you're gonna be like already be heartbroken, and then mm. it's gonna be that much more. And also, there's that other layer of, like, privacy. And, okay, this is my big issue with YouTube and why Uh I stopped making videos on my channel is, one, it's like I get creepy messages sometimes. And so it kind of made me feel like, I don't want to share a lot about myself. So I try to keep it real on the download. And I see some people, I mean, it's like, damn, I I know what your vagina looks like. Mm -hmm. I know all about your parents' past. Like, I know too much. Well, that's – that's the material, right? That's the uh, content. Yes. It's like, how much can I give of myself to keep this going? And maybe that's not a bad thing. But for me, I just can't do that. Like, I'm like, I don't want people to see my house and, like, know my boyfriend's name and know, like, how to get to my house. Like, I remember Grace Helbig talking about this yeah. where, like, some person found out where she lived and they just, like, dropped by. And I was like, oh, my God, that sounds like the worst. So I love my forgettable face because nobody ever bothers me. You know, I, I don't ever get any, like, I do get creepy messages still on Facebook, but they go to the other file, the other oh, yeah. message yeah. thing. So I don't get to ever see them. Um so, yeah, some people love that. Like, you know how the, they have that audition book by Mar- Michael Shirtliff? Oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. They talk about, like, personality actors versus character actors, and they're they're both okay. Yeah. But I just would rather be a character actor than, so, like, Shia LaBeouf. It's like, let's be real. Like, he's straight up, like, personality. He wants to be a character actor so badly, but I just don't think it's in his DNA. Um, and also, like, James Franco, he's James Franco, like, all the time. So it's like it's inescapable for people like him. But for me, it's like I don't – That's I kind of am okay with doing like smaller parts the rest of my life potentially because um, the amount of pressure that comes from being like Shailene Woodley or like Jennifer Lawrence, it's like, wow, that's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. I mean every day must feel like, oh, God. I got to be me again today. Oh, my God, yeah. Well, they must get like just touched so much. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> – do you ever think about that? Like, everywhere oh, yeah. they go, people are trying to touch them. I feel like sometimes, you know, I don't, you know, I mean, you know, through YouTube, you know, there's been, you know, there's always weird stuff that happens when you're doing oh, it long okay. enough, you know. But then I, I would sit there, like, and I, I'd be in a thing where I was like, I'm so happy 
that I usually, you know, you want, oh man, I want this stuff. But then sometimes I sit there, I'm like, I am so glad that like I can walk out and walk across the street to like the gas station to get like a muscle milk in my gross sweatpants and nobody care or bother me because I just don't care enough to uh to change for that. Do you have stuff that's like coming up or are you done? Are you, um, done? Are you done with are you done with the business? Yeah, I'm done. I'm out of here. Uh yeah, well we're working on this series. Mm-hmm. We've been like uh we're shooting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We we're uh, writing directing, so mm-hmm. we've been doing a ton of work for it. Um and other than that, just like every other actor, I'm just looking for my next job and I- I'm in a few commercials right now um that I never know I'm I'm in, so the only reason I want to talk about them is so I know when they air, so they try to stiff me. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm kidding, but kind of not. Because sometimes commercials air and, like, the client doesn't know that they air because of whatever reason. So, anyway, I'm in a Time Warner commercial, and I'm in a, a Prius commercial, which I don't know. if That was, like, it aired during Super Bowl, yeah. so I just don't know if it's going to air again. Yeah. And I'm in an AT&T commercial. Allegedly, I'm on a billboard somewhere in Puerto Rico. Oh, right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, that's the thing about being an actor. It's like... Do you do a lot of commercial is, is commercial auditions? I will do whatever they will pay me to do. But do you find you have more of them? Like, is there just more of them than, say, theatrical? Or is it... No, it just really depends. I mean, this year I got to do three commercials. And the year before that, I did one, you know? Like, last year I mostly worked theatrically. Like, I'd worked on this other show, uh, Angel from Hell. And it was supposed to air, like, right around this time, and, and they canceled it. So, you know, it's like, I just take it as it comes. Yeah. It's like, sometimes we don't work for years, some some actors, some famous actors. So I'm just, like, really happy that I'm no longer broke. I don't have to be on food stamps. Like, <laughs> Are you on food stamps? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Here I had, in L.A.? Yes. I had the worst year of my life in 2009, 2010. Tell us, just quickly tell us about oh, it. Oh, God. Um, well. So we can all feel good about ourselves for a second. My boyfriend and I had broken up, and he'd gone on to become very famous. But you won't tell us who it is, will uh, you? No, because I don't want him to be, like, Got thinking it. that I think about him or okay. talk about him. Um, and anyway, yeah, and I was, like, doing UCB, like, doing the improv thing, like, trying to do stand-up, kind of, and I couldn't afford my gas. I couldn't afford anything. So I was, like, I was like microwaving my pasta every day. <laughs> and then I just finally was, like, I can't take it anymore because I'm, like, maybe I should go on a date with that guy so I can eat tonight. And I can laugh about it now, but back back then it was, like, serious. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go on food stamps. There's no shame in it. And it like, I really think it kind of saved my life because then I started feel, feeling good about it again. And, oh, maybe I could keep doing this because I don't know if you've ever had one of those moments where you're like, shit, I might have to move back home. Oh, my God. all Tons of times. And I love my family. My mom is the absolute best. But, like, never would I want to yeah. do that. <laughs> Well, we're um, well. I'm glad we're glad you're off food stamps, but not if you went back on it. There's no judgment here either. Um, where can we find you online, or or where can we find you online? That's not going to creep you out. Oh, okay. Well, Twitter's fine. I yeah. love talking to people on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Christici sixty six sixty six. I'm spitting a lot. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know. Twitter makes me spit a lot. I like that. Um, and uh, my Facebook is actually you know just look me up on Facebook. Uh, Christiane Castellanos and then yeah Awkward Kids on YouTube um, which now we're kind of doing the podcast thing 
Very cool. And yeah, we plan on doing more videos. It's just that we've we've been so successful. <laughs> but but one of the three of you are on food stamps. We just you won't say which one. Right? <laughs> Always one of the three Always of you are. Always one. Yeah, yeah, we keep rotating. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks um, so much for having me. It's yeah. like it's like, am I important now? Like, do I matter now because I've been on the show? I think maybe. Well, that's it for the show. Um, uh, I want to thank SideshowNetwork.tv. Did I say that right, Maria? SideshowNetwork.tv. Okay. And then you can find me at YouTube.com slash Jason Horton. Uh, you, know, you know, subscribe and, and uh, comment and rate us on iTunes, Friends Without Benefits. And uh, check out the Patreon, Patreon.com slash Jason Horton. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.